You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 15. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It, a weekly podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I'm your host, and I'm glad you could join me today. The episode show notes for episode 15 will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com slash 15. You can follow the show on Instagram or Twitter at howdoes underscore she do it. You can also join the email list by going to howdoesshedoitpodcast.com or go to the Facebook page and like the Facebook page and join the email list there at facebook.com slash howdoesshedoitpodcast. And as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, things that you want shared during the hashtag AskTiff segment, you can send an email to tiffany at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. And thank you to those who have left five-star ratings and reviews. And if you haven't done so yet, please feel free to go to iTunes or Stitcher and do so. I would greatly appreciate it. And the ratings and reviews aren't just to make me feel better about myself, but they are to help other people in the podcast store find the show, learn about the show. So if you haven't done so yet, go forth and prosper. I want to do something a little bit different on this show. Usually I do a Just My Thoughts segment. Usually takes up, you know, at least the first several minutes of the show. But in trying to, as I come, you know, as things happen, as I come across things in the news, I take little notes about them so I don't forget them. And I kind of pick which one I really want to focus on for Just My Thoughts. What I found this week, though, is that I just, I came across a lot of different things that I wanted to talk about. So this week's episode is kind of just a big Just My Thoughts episode. It's almost like I'm just, I'm just talking. I just want, I have things that I want to say. I have things on my mind. So it's not necessarily a coherent topic, but some, you'll, there's a theme always, at least I try to have a theme um, in episodes, but these are just some of the things that you feel, you think about, you come across on just living life and just being grown and trying to figure things out. So the first thing I wanted to start with, this was probably going to be like the main topic of the Just My Thoughts. I watched the CNN town hall last week that President Obama um, was invited by CNN, I believe, and Anderson Cooper interviewed, not interviewed, but gave... um, what's the word, fielded questions from the audience, as well as had some questions for President Obama himself about his new proposal of issuing an executive order about gun control. And the idea is that President Obama, what he wants to do is make it more difficult for people who should not have guns in the first place to have to go through more rigorous background checks to make sure that people who are buying guns in mass quantities and then selling them are registered as, you know, sellers and, you know, um, I guess merchants for uh, guns as opposed to just being able to buy. He kept he used an example of someone in Indiana buying a truckload of guns and then driving up to Chicago and being able to sell them on the street with no accountability, no tracking or things like that. Proposal includes hiring more ATF agents to to 
do audits and to track the guns as they're being sold, to help to follow, uh, do background checks and those kinds of things. And a lot of the questions from the audience, and the audience included people like the wife of the American sniper, the subject of the American sniper movie who had been shot by someone who was suffering from mental illness. It included Representative Gabby Giffords from Arizona. And I don't know if you don't remember, um, Representative Giffords was shot um, several years ago by a gunman in a, I'm not sure if it was a parking lot. I know, don't know the exact circumstances, but she, I think, was one of the only survivors, if not the only survivor of the incident. Um, there was a sheriff who's running for, I believe, a House of Representatives seat in um, some state on the West Coast. I think it might have been California. There was a young man who was 18 years old who's from Chicago. There was the mother of a young, of a 15-year-old girl who was killed I think the week after she sang at president's second um, inauguration. So there were a lot of, there were people who were, you know, proponents of gun laws as a woman who was a, you know, a, a rape survivor who had been, who wanted to understand how the pre the president's um, proposal would infringe on her right to bear, to bear arms and to own guns. And what president Obama kept saying is that, you know, my goal is not to is not to take people's guns and it's not to keep people from who, you know, want to be licensed gun owners and law abiding citizens from having guns. He wants to make it more difficult for people who should not have guns to get guns. And so by way of all that background, I learned a lot about gun control in America and about gun violence. I learned that apparently violent crime is down and it's been on a downward trajectory for several years. This was something I kind of heard, but President Obama made a point to mention that more than once. He mentioned that last, I believe last year there were a little bit over 30,000 guns related to death, but he, this is, this is the statistic, the statistic, say that 17 times fast, that struck me the most, that two thirds of deaths that result from at the hand of a gun are suicides. And that was kind of mind-boggling to me. And at the same time, I think it, 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 I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know if that's something you, that I want to make sense, but it was, it was kind of crazy to hear that. And so his point in highlighting that, and I think he did a, he did a, a pretty good job of making sure to highlight that there are a number of communities across the country that have very high rates of gun violence. He kept um, pointing out Chicago. He mentioned Baltimore by name, but obviously Chicago because of his connection to the city, but that there are a lot of gun deaths in, in those particular communities. But the vast majority of deaths as a result of gun violence are people who kill themselves. And that is is extraordinarily sobering and it really it's it's scary it's scary so that might not be the most you know positive way to kind of start this episode but I wanted to share that because it just it was just something you think that you you know so much right I consider myself to be a relatively informed person about um, generally things that happen in this country of course there are things that I won't know about things that I don't you know, actively go out of my way to find more about. But that that was something that shocked me. And I think it's something that people should know. People should know because that it, it puts it puts things in perspective. There was at one point President Obama 
was asked the question by the young man from Chicago. I mentioned him earlier. He was 18 years old. He talked about his older brother who had been killed 10 years ago um, and died at the hand at uh, as a result of being shot. And the young man got up and talked about not being able to that people in his community don't necessarily think about the years to come in their life, but they're just thinking about the the next week, the next day, and that they don't think that far in the future because of how common it is for people to be shot. And it's just like, you know, even with gun violence down, um, the idea that it's children who are hurting themselves, it's the idea that people are hurting themselves, um, you know, inflicting inflicting pain and injury and sometimes death on themselves as a result of guns. It really just puts things in perspective. Um, so, yeah. Another thing I came across last week was this show called Shades of Blue starring J-Lo. And now let me just say, just real quick, I have never been a huge J-Lo fan. Respect her. You know, she didn't come up from a live in living color and, you know, but not really the biggest fan of her music. She did she did a really good job in Enough. That is a, a very, very good movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, but I came across this show. I saw it. It was on Twitter. People were, I saw the hashtag on Twitter. I was like, what is Shades of Blue? So I went on to Hulu and watched it and it is mad good. If you, I'm not going to spoil it. There are police involved. There are, you know, guns and there's like, you know, shady corruption happening it is good. And I, if you don't know anything about me, I love detective shows. I love shows that are even, even though they're not oftentimes very accurate portrayals of the law and the way law enforcement happens and justice and how fast trials go from happening. You know, you get arrested on Monday and you have a trial by jury by Friday, all that kind of stuff. Not realistic. Still, I can't get enough. And so I recommend take a chance, watch Shades of Blue if you can. And, um, you know, Send me an email. Let me know what you think. Send me a, you know, tweet me. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I always, I always trip over what they say. Send me a tweet or tweet me. That or I don't even. Sometimes I feel like I'm not even saying it right, even when I say one of those two things. Anyway, communicate me in one way that you choose to do so to let me know what you think if you watch that show or if you decided to watch it after listening to this episode. And so one of the another topic that kind of took up a lot of conversation, a lot of time last week was this things. Of course, it always comes back to being grown. Right. And I saw someone someone put a a post on Facebook and it was an article that was from forharriet.com. And the title of the article and I'm about to cuss. So I just need to let you know that now. 10 year 10 new year's resolutions for every grown ass black woman and the person who shared the article asked the question why was there a need to use the phrase grown ass in the title and so that made me think i was like you know what is do is there a difference between being grown or being a woman and i guess if you see saying i'm a grown woman means it's, it has a different feel to it than saying I'm an adult woman. So the article had said, you know, New Year's resolutions for every adult black woman just doesn't have that same ring or a kick to it. Even if she left out, left out, you know, the cuss, it still would be, you know, 
for every grown black woman. Like it just has a little, a different attitude to it. So what I did was I asked some people on um, Facebook and in one of my group chats, you know, what if they thought there was a difference between being grown or the, the, I, like the word grown and using the phrase or the word being an adult. And I got people, some people saying that there is a difference in when you're grown, there's an emotional component to it. When you're an adult, it's a matter of you being responsible. It's a matter of you being able to say that as, you know, at this age, you're capable of doing certain types of things. But when you're grown, you know, I'm doing this because I'm grown and can't nobody tell me nothing. That's how I, you know, I say that all the time. I always tell people that I'm a grown lady and that I make my own decisions. Um, <laughs> particularly when someone is trying to tell me to do something that I don't necessarily want to do. But, um, and I just thought it was interesting that there's like a, it's like a colloquialism. And I wonder if, you know, I'm black. I wonder, do white people make the distinction between being grown and being an adult? Because I feel like it's something, and maybe it's because of who I associate with, but I just feel like I hear that phrase used very prominently around black people. And it, you know, is it just a cultural difference? Is it, you know, I don't know. I don't know the answers. I, I'd like to know. I'd like to hear from you. Do you think there is a difference between being grown and being an adult? And what do those things look like? And are all adults grown? And are all grown people adults? I think that people who are grown are adults, but not all adults are grown. I think I think of being grown as carrying yourself in a certain type of way and having a certain, you know, um, mentality and mindset. And of course, not being perfect and always room for growth. But, um, you know, some people have, you know, are extra, extra adults, like they're really, really old. And they just do things that are just like, you know, you acting like you're still 21. But that's not my business. I'm not here to judge. I'm just, you know, making observations. And along the lines of being grown and or being an adult, I had a conversation with um, one of my friends this weekend, and the topic of fertility came up. And, you know, she set it up. She's like, you know, I got a piece of advice that kind of blew my mind, and I was on the edge of my seat. And it was a bunch, you know, it was a few of us talking, and I was like, Yo, what is this advice? Like, what have I been doing wrong? I'm waiting for it to be this, like, bombshell. And she was recounting a conversation that she had with a colleague, and the colleague suggested she found out that, you know, she was about to have a milestone birthday, no longer in her 20s, and the woman suggested, she's like, yeah, you know, but... There are a lot of things that you think about when you get later into your 30s, a lot of things you don't think about until you get into your later 30s. And she, the advice that she offered her was to think about freezing your eggs. Now, for the men who are listening, I might have just lost you. I apologize, but feel free to listen. And when she said that, I was like, you know, I don't think that that's something that I ever, I've ever considered. I don't think I've ever thought about the possibility of me needing to do so. Granted, I have friends who work in um, obstetrics and gynecology who talk about fertility, who talk about all of the challenges that happen, um, the things that can go wrong when women get pregnant, um, before women get pregnant, things that, you know, you, the challenges that women can have that you won't even know you have until you're trying to get pregnant. And so it's something that I've thought about, I've had conversations about, but it never really... Like I'm as I'm sitting here, I'm still like squinting my eyes, like really still trying to make sense of the idea that we 
that this is advice that people are that people are starting to give women. And maybe people have been giving this advice to women for years. But what we know about our generation, so to speak, of millennials is that we are putting off things like marriage and childbirth into later years than generations before us have. We still want those things, but we're like, you know what? I don't need to do it at 21. I can't really do it at 21. And the some of the, and I, I read an article on The Atlantic this week that kind of spearheaded this whole, you know, thoughts about being grown versus being an adult and the idea that, you know, in past generations, it wasn't necessary for people to have certain financial, um, you know, stability or certain educational criteria. Those weren't expectations when people were going into marriage, whereas now people are like, you know, I want to have these ducks in a row before I, um, you know, settle down, before I decide to get married and start a family and buy a home and do those things. And so the 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 whole that conversation about you know fertility and I've been having conversations with my fa- my friends about pregnancy and raising children and breastfeeding and all these things and it makes me realize that I feel like the older that I'm getting I am a part of conversations that I am more I'm more of an observer, right? So the experiences that people, that I'm talking with people about are things that I am learning about, but that I am not currently experiencing myself. And that is a weird place to be in when I can go to work at any turn and be listening to people talk about raising children. I can be having conversation with my friends and listening to them talking about having children. I can be having friend conversations with people about getting engaged and being engaged and being married or owning a home or doing things that I'm not doing. And it's like, for the first time, I'm feeling, or maybe maybe not for the first time, but it at least in the most, I could say probably the last 10 years of my life with some pretty you know strong consistency with the exception of being me may at, at different times, me not being single and my friends being, or me being single and my friends being relationships. I am in a place where I feel like I am not behind, but I'm, I'm an outsider. Like I am listening to people talk about experiences that I'm not having. And it is both enlightening. I am learning so much about things that I eventually might have to deal with, but it really makes you think about where you are in your life. And the conclusion that I come back to is that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I've talked about this in earlier episodes, but it still kind of messes you up. It still makes you think like, oh my goodness, this is, and it's, and it's pretty constant and it's pretty consistent. And I think that there isn't really a way that I could have, you can't really plan for this, this feeling. You can't really prepare for, um, feeling like you're seeing your friends do things before you and not in a, not in an envious way, but it's just like, wow, like I'm, you know, I have to catch up because by the time I get ready to have children, by the time I get ready to get married, if we decide to do so, you know, we're, I'm going to, they're going to be, their kids are going to be toddlers. Their kids are going to be in first grade. And I'm still over here trying to figure out how to put on a diaper and not, you know, put it on the baby's head and put it on the right place. So like, it's a really um it's a really interesting place to be in. I'm 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 really grateful for I think my 
desire to keep my eyes open and to receive this information and to just be present with my friends as they're having these new experiences and to see the stories and hear the things that people are going through in their own lives and then and then to me for me to share where I am but even sometimes I feel like you know but where I am is not really like I'm like a fake adult like you're raising like little humans and I'm over here just trying to keep my plants alive and trying to figure out why I have this plant that's like vining all over my living room and you know it is it's a blessing it really really is and I and I love being able to see the changes that are happening in my friends lives and in the lives of people who I don't even know really that well but I see them on Facebook but it really puts it really puts things in perspective and um I am you know in a place at in my career in my life where I'm just I'm more open to to things not being as predictable as I thought that they would be. And that is a very, as you know, I talked about it earlier, I think that's a very grown place to be in because I, it takes, it takes a lot, at least it took a lot for me to be, to learn to know that you can't have control over everything, that there's only but so much that you can do before God's will is going to be done the way that it's supposed to. And, you know, everything is going to be okay. And I wake up, you know, still anxious and still planning and still working and still doing a whole bunch of different things. But I come, my conclusion at the end of the day is that I know today I did the best that I could do for today and that tomorrow will worry about itself. And, um, and I'll probably be doing some worrying right along with tomorrow when it comes. But I, um, you know, life comes at you fast, life happens, and you can't, you can't say how it's always going to go. But all you can do is try to live every day the best way that you can, um, be present in the moments that, that life blesses you with, whether they're challenges or, you know, roses and butterflies. And, um, you know, just... I don't know, man, being, this is just, this is just the, this is just really just a, a stream of conscious about being grown. And, um, I feel good. I feel good. I'm 31 is coming up, you know, in a couple months. It's crazy to say that. I still can't really believe that we're in 2016 and, you know, about to be almost halfway through January. And, um, you know, God is good. So with that, I think that really wraps up what I wanted to say this week. That wasn't, you know, it wasn't a planned out. There aren't, you know, bullet points and summaries, but um, it's a really big Just My Thoughts episode. And um, I thank you for listening to this point. And before I let you go, I want to read one of the reviews on the iTunes store from Miss Wit 717 What are you waiting on? This podcast is a breath of fresh air and just the perspective that has been missing from the podcast world. Thank you for being a friend in my head and speaking directly to my core values and morals. Our younger generation needs to hear this. Good luck and always know you have a loyal listener over here. Thank you, Miss Witt. I really appreciate it. As always, I'm just trying to say what I believe, a little bit what, what I think, and hopefully some of it resonates with you. If you have questions, thoughts, uh, comments that you want to be read during that hashtag ask tiff segment 
please send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, HowDoesUnderscoreSheDoIt. Like the Facebook page. Leave me a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher. I really appreciate your support. You, um, It is your support. It is your feedback that keeps me wanting to do this every week. And I'm grateful to you for that. Be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.